audio action. Salutations! I'm Sophia's friend Bronwyn. And I'm Bronwyn's friend Sophia. And this is Quotes and Anecdotes. Welcome back. Welcome back to another episode. Episode 5? Yes. We're moving through the times. I don't know what that was. We're moving through the times? Yeah. Forward through the times. You know. As you do. Mm-hmm. Well, Sophia, mm-hmm. I had a question for you. Yeah? What's your opinion on houseplants? Houseplants? <laughs> yeah. Houseplants. Well, well, you know, Bronwyn, sometimes a very good friend of mine, just uh, when, when confronted with a houseplant, thinks of, I don't know if you guys have ever seen the movie Fantastic Beasts. <laughs> if you haven't, it's a great movie. But there's a, a bow truckle, which is a creature that looks sort of like a plant. And sometimes very close friends will point at the, at the houseplant in question and say, look, Sophia, it's Pickety Wicket. No, Picket Wicket. No, Pick Wicket. Pick Wicket. Um, because apparently that's what you thought that the name of the character was, Pick Wicket. What is it actually? It's Picket. Picket. Well, you know, do you know what? I'm thinking, Sophia. What are you thinking? I'm thinking that even more so than houseplants, I like the company of a, a, a pal in the form <laughs> of a dog. I love dogs. And that is our topic for today. That was a good is... segue. Thanks. No, I was that complimenting was myself. But yeah. <laughs> Um, no, I do not think that houseplants to dogs was a good segue, Bronwyn. Okay, well, in any case, would you like to read our topic today, Sophia? Sure. So, as Bronwyn has written here, dogs are the domestic animals, commonly known as dogs, or canis, canis lupus familiaris, which I should know how to pronounce since it's Latin, but... I think we've been over this. We have been over this. <laughs> um, well, yeah. yeah. So, the- so dogs. I love dogs. Dogs are amazing, and I'm so happy. So, Canis lupus familiar, familiar, Canis lupus familiar, familiaris. Sure. Okay. And you were you love dogs. I love dogs. I could talk for ages about dogs i i genuinely do love them and i am very very happy that we're, we're uh doing this for our topic today because i dogs are great dogs are the best i love dogs and I've said that phrase over and over in the past 30 seconds but and true. you uh no you <laughs> and you have <laughs> you do have dogs I do indeed have dogs. I have two dogs. I have two golden retrievers, and um, they're named Darwin and Finch. Darwin. Dar- Darwin. 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 Good boy. <laughs> um, so, and Finch. And Finchy. Yeah, so I, we named our two dogs after the Galapagos Islands because of Darwin's finches, and because the Galapagos Islands meant a lot to us as a family. And so we named, that's what we named our dogs after. Um, Charles Darwin. And and Charles his Darwin and his finches, which helped him discover the, the theory of evolution. So, mm. yeah, little science lesson. Um, but yeah, Darwin is an American golden retriever, so he's darker. And then Finch is an English golden retriever, oh, so he's I whiter. See. He's like a cream color. Um, and they're amazing. 
and I love them. Darwin is an idiot. He he's afraid. It's a bit of a doofus. Yes, for sure. He's afraid of the floors. So in our house there he are usually levitates. <laughs> I'm sorry, that was stupid. Continue. <laughs> yeah. Um, he. Well, now I can't say what I was going to say about floors. There are a couple of of transitions in our house between like tile and wood, or carpet and wood, or whatever. And he's deathly afraid of those transitions. So like he needs help to go in between the kitchen and the living room. We have to be like, all right, Darwin, come on. Sometimes we have to use treats. He's not a smart dog, but he's very cute. And he also has a loud and annoying bark, but he's like, you know, he's snuggly. He, he's like, he's got, he's got a really big square head <laughs> and um, it's really heavy. It sounds so, really weird until you meet him, but as soon as you meet him, he just, he just puts your head in his lap. Yeah. You know, he puts his head in your lap and just, <laughs> <laughs> I messed that up. Um, yeah, no, and sometimes, like, he's not, he doesn't always like attention, so when he does come Mm. over to you and just, like, puts his big, heavy head on you, it's very sweet and nice. I am gonna talk so long about my dogs. Oh, yeah, and then Finch! Um, Finch is awesome, too. He's so sweet. He's really playful, um, and every time you walk in the door, he brings you toys, brings you gifts, um, because he just needs to know, he needs you to know that you're important to him, so he brings Mm. you gifts. That's so sweet. And... Yeah, I love I love my dogs. I'll talk more about them later in the episode, but I want to hear about your dog now, Bronwyn. I have a dog named Caspian, uh, named by my brother, who, after many uh, much time of debate over the name of our dog, he said it was either going to be Caspian or Atlas, and we had to choose one of the two. And so it was Caspian, and he is a mix of everything. He is, oh, let's see if I get this right. Okay, he's 25% Rottweiler, 25% Chow Chow, 25%, mm, 25% Amer- uh, no, Australian cattle dog, which is like, like a dingo. It's not like an Australian shepherd, it's like a dingo. And then 12.5% Jack Russell Terrier. Ooh, I messed this up. He's 25% Jack Russell Terrier and 12.5% Rottweiler, 12.5% Beagle. I think. I think I got that right. And so he kind of sounds like a bit of a scary dog, but he's the sweetest little guy ever. Um, he's, yeah, he's black and white and brown and very, very sweet, very friendly. And he loves our family very much. He, he just, he can't be away from us for two seconds. He will, if you're walking around the house, he'll just follow right behind you. And he's a little bit old, so he'll have difficulty going up the stairs. But if you go up the stairs, he'll just follow right behind you and then right back down again. And he's very That's sweet. so sweet. Yes. And I, too, will talk more about him later. <laughs> but, yes, he's That's a very, awesome. very sweet little guy. Not that little. Love that. Um, so, Brahman and I both chose words for dogs. And this was one of the harder... Assignments for us, yeah, because we didn't just want to do like synonyms for dogs, or like <laughs> that wouldn't be very nice. No, because a lot of them were like mongrel or wolf or something. Yeah. Um, so we tried to do just more adjectives to describe dogs, yeah. and we still had a tough time with that. But I think we did okay. So, um, what is your word for today, Bronwyn? So my word to describe my dog is individual, and so the dictionary definition is single or separate and um as sophia did in a previous episode i will 
maybe alter that definition. Um, but so yes, that's that's my word today. And I'll just quickly go into the etymology before going back. But the etymology of individual comes from Latin. First, oh gosh, Sophia, I can't pronounce these. Okay, dividere, 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 problem to divide. Then to dividus, which is divisible, combined with in, which is not. That's really cool. I'm sorry. So then individu, individu. I don't know, individuous, which indivisible, you know, combine the two. And then to medieval Latin, individualis, which became, in Middle English, individual. So it's kind of like indivisible, but it's individual. Uh, And the reason I chose this word wasn't in the sense of individual as in alone, but in the sense of individual as in unique, because something that's very special about dogs is they are they do each have their own individual personality and i think people who don't have dogs sometimes don't know that i mean how could they but they kind of just see dogs and once you really spend time with them they really have complex and amazing personalities you know um yeah that's a really good way of putting it that like people who may not have dogs don't see dogs they just see them as one one entity (laughs) Um, but they don't they don't they may not fully understand that each dog is their own like with darwin having his difficulty with the crossing of floors and my dog has this thing where whenever we come home he'll smile at us not in like a dog smile as we'll call his when he doesn't do it but he'll be wagging his tail as hard as he can and he'll also he'll show his teeth like he'll actually show his teeth and it's kind of if you don't know what he's doing it might be a little bit scary because it looks like he's burying his teeth but it's actually him smiling at everyone and he's so excited to see us he'll he'll run from person to person just smile at them and wagging his tail and he's just so happy um and he also like I said before, he cannot be away from us for two seconds. So you just, you really get to see their personality. And in, in my anecdote, I'll go into, a, again, a bit more of kind of some funny stories about him and his personality. But yes, yeah, so individual, individual personality of, of a dog. Yeah, that's awesome. I love that. I love how you made it specific to the dogs. Thank yeah. you, Sophia. And today... This Wednesday. What is your word? Um, I just got really confused for a second because we're not recording on Wednesday. But <laughs> yes, it is Wednesday when uh, everyone is listening to this. Um, so my word today was pretty simple, but I chose the word trusting. Um, and I found it, and then I also really liked the definition for it, the dictionary definition, um, which was showing or tending to have a belief in a person's honesty or sincerity not suspicious <laughs> and I just thought that was really sweet because dogs when you take a dog into your home they don't question I mean maybe for a day but yeah. after that they don't question like this random furless two-legged person has just stolen me from my mother and my siblings and taken me into their home and now they're touching me what <laughs> what is this <laughs> um, <laughs> Um, but, you know, they're, 
that was a very strange way of explaining it. But you know, they're they very they're very tr- they're trusting, and they and I love that they they trust their they trust their humans. They trust their owners. Like no matter what the owner does and no matter what the owner thinks of themselves as well I guess they still see the same person that they love and they want to give like kisses they're judgment free definitely yeah I really like that word Sophia I just I I like it because yeah when I think of my dog he just just wants to be with us he just he just trusts us to I think most dogs just want to be loved and that goes for humans as well like everyone just wants to be loved um, and dogs, and like, unapologetically dogs a, yeah. love you back. And dogs have a particularly trusting way about it, whereas, like, humans with uh, people, it's a lot more complicated. But with dogs, it's just they will love you, and they want to be loved mm-hmm. back. And it's, it's a good, it's That's a trusting relationship sweet. in that way. Yeah. So the origin of trust, this is a new one. It came from Old Norse. Um, so it... Uh, it originally meant strong, but it, it in Old Norse that? it was trauster. Well, it's pretty good. Thank you. I don't speak Old Norse, but it does. <laughs> it sounds sound right. it sounds right, I guess, based on the spelling of it. Um, and then it went to just traust, and then tresta, and then in Middle English, it was a very Spanish <laughs> pronunciation of <laughs> Old Norse, but it, it was, wasn't it? Um, it was good. It was and good. then into trust in middle english it turned to trust and then trusting so yeah that's my word i also like the in going back to the definition the point about sincerity because dogs are just sincere yeah they just they just kind of they show their emotion usually happy and they just want to be with you and just i don't know my my dad will go on business trips and he'll be away and my dog will sit by the window and when you, and you can tell he just misses him so much. And as soon as we say, oh, yeah, dad's coming home. Dad's coming home. He'll get really excited and run to the window and start barking. And That's so sweet. Quite funny. Yeah. Aww. And it's just sincere, you know? Just, yeah. Just sincere. That's amazing. So, yes. Yeah. It's, I really like that word, Sophia. Thank you. Um, moving on, I guess. Broman, we, we found some great quotes about dogs they're all really sweet and they actually kind of make you think about your dog and maybe when we go home we'll give our dog like a couple of extra hugs yeah now we're gonna appreciate them a bit just a bit more um so i haven't seen my dog for a couple of days because we were away you haven't seen yeah no and we got home pretty late so my parents couldn't pick him up till this morning so oh, I get to see him when I go that's home. That's awesome. Okay, that well, I'm really glad we're doing this episode. Yeah. Now then, that's amazing. All right. But yes, yeah, so we found some good I'm quotes. Sorry. Okay, so my quote for today is by Orhan Pamuk. I'm sorry for mispronouncing that. Um, and the quote is, "Dogs do speak, but only to those who know how to listen." And this is from his book, "My Name Is Red." So. This quote for me particularly resonated and made me think of my dog because, well, okay, I, maybe I'll say this now just because it fits really well, but I was going to say it in an anecdote, but I think it just fits really well with this. My dog, we have a voice for him, and so we got my dog when I was about five. My brother was 
seven and he almost immediately started translating for my dog so he would he would pretend i guess pretend Your brother to, would? yeah my brother would pretend to talk as the dog and you translate it for him so you you would say things like oh i want to go on a hike now and we have that that's my dog's voice but now 10 years later we still do that and we still talk in my dog's voice and we still like make up what he's saying and i'll be upstairs and i'll hear from downstairs with my mom having a conversation <laughs> with someone I'm like who is that and it'll just be her with my dog, oh, I want to I wanna go on a hike now. And she's like, no, Caspian, you can't go on a hike. <laughs> and it's just quite funny because it's oh, just something awesome. we all do. Um, so, yeah, dogs do speak, but only to those who know how to listen. Because we know what... It's funny because this is something we'll say a lot in my family. It's not like we're pretending to say what he's saying. It's like, I know what he's thinking. Yeah. Or I know what he's saying and the way he's acting, the way he's... he's has too much energy and wants to go outside or just wants to cuddle or it's raining out and you're like, oh, it's raining on my Tuesday. <laughs> and it's just really funny. And we had even to the point where there's an app that lets you make uh, stories with pictures that you take. And my sister made a novel of <laughs> basically of pictures of my dog and Aww. a story for my dog of what he was thinking and what he was doing. That's um, amazing. So yeah, just just dogs do have a voice and it, it just, once you get to know them, you really do get to hear hear their voice. Uh, so, Orhan Pamuk, Pamuk is a Turkish novelist, screenwriter, academic, and recipient of the 2006 Nobel Prize in Literature. Wow. So, yeah, quite a, quite a, what's the word? Accomplished fellow. Accomplished fellow, yeah. So, if you don't have a dog and you don't know this already... It's true. <laughs> if you don't believe me, believe the, the, the recipient of the... Yeah, yeah, exactly. But yeah, so that's my quote for today. Sophia, do you, awesome. do you happen to have a, a quote for this fine, rainy day? I, I do, in fact, have a quote for this fine, rainy day. I'm sure my dogs are also unhappy about the fact that it's <laughs> raining outside. Um, but my quote, I just, I found it and I thought it was really, really sweet. And so I included it. So my quote is dogs live about 12 years and that's why they discovered this brilliant philosophy because time is limited. There is no time to be unhappy. Um, and that was said by Mehmet. 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 I don't know why I felt the need to pronounce the H there. (laughs) Mehmet. (laughs) Mehmet Murat Ildan. Sure. I'm so sorry. Um, who's also Turkish. Oh. So, yeah, that's cool. <laughs> uh, <laughs> read, well, you'll get to that after. Yes. I'm thinker. <laughs> um, all right, well, I guess we'll go into that now. But okay. So Mehmet is, he's a contemporary Turkish playwright, novelist, and thinker. That's what it said on the Goodreads page that I found it on. It's and, you know, he, well, clearly he incredible. thinks a lot because he's thinking about dogs and their philosophy. Mm, yes, yes, indeed. <laughs> um, so I, I really just, I love this quote because it, it t- paints dogs in, se- in a very true light, but also just a very positive and happy light, which is amazing. So because time is limited, there's no time to be unhappy. Um, so I guess dogs is what they're thinking is, well, 
I'm, they're just constantly happy is what I love. I was trying to, when we were searching up synonyms, I was trying to find a synonym for constantly happy because that's what I sort of wanted to talk about with maybe not every dog is consistently happy, but they're I would very say happy most creatures. dogs. Yeah, they're just, they're so lovely. They're happy-go-lucky. They are. And they, they wag their tail so much. And they just, like, like you were saying, we, when we come home, our dogs are so happy to see us. Mm-hmm. And even, and they are just, they're very, they're just content. They're very content creatures. And, and I love that, maybe, do they know their time is limited? Maybe, maybe not. But no matter what, they just, they go about life with a very positive sort of philosophy in that I'm just gonna... We should aspire to be them. We should. We should aspire to be more like dogs. Yes. They're amazing. But yeah, Mehmet, um, I guess he was also Turkish, and he is also pretty accomplished in that he has published seven plays and 25 stories. Ooh. So, wow. Yeah. You should also listen to him. <laughs> if you don't have a dog, that's... It's an incredible is, guy. What dogs are like. It's just, they're always happy and they always make, and they make people around them happy. That is another amazing point that I love about dogs is that when you're around a dog, unless you're afraid of them, it's hard to be unhappy. Yeah. When you've got like that smiling face and that like little waggy tail. And something I've loved to see is a lot of, a couple of our friends last year got um, puppies. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because before they got dogs, they even if they weren't really super scared of them, they weren't totally comfortable around dogs. Definitely. And it's funny because I'll tease them sometimes because they'll do the kind of, oh, oh first-time dog owner, because they'll do the, maybe the over-the-top, oh, we got like the cutest toy for them. Yeah. They love it so much. Oh, you should get this treat for your dog. They'll love it. But really, it just, to see someone become so love a dog so much that they like people don't realize how much they love a dog until they have a dog yeah. you know and you see how much now both of those like our friends will always love dogs you know definitely and I also love how easy it is to make a dog happy and yeah. then that makes you happy like it can sometimes be harder to make another person happy mm. just based on a conversation with them but with a dog all you really need to do is just like pet them for a little bit and they'll be happy yeah and they'll just be very happy with that and then that makes you happy yeah and it's it's just a very positive cycle and I love that when I was away this weekend we stayed at a place and there's this dog that every time she saw another person she would run up to them and wag their wag her tail and she just wanted to say hi and she every time I would walk out of the our room she was always sitting nearby by somewhere else and she would always run over and she just wanted attention, just wanted to say hi, see what was going up, going on. And it's just, it does, it really puts you in a good mood. It does. And I just love that dogs are such, I mean, you said this as well, but dogs are such happy creatures and they're always happy. Mm-hmm. And that's very, it's, it's very, it's uplifting to think about. Yeah. Yeah. It's uplifting. Yeah. Um, so, Brahman, I'm excited for your anecdote, because I, I want to hear more about your dog anecdotes. Yes, so I have a couple of ones. So, I'll start with when I was really little. So, uh, my parents got a dog before I was born, so I've always had a dog. And 
when I was about two-ish, two, three, I went through this phase where I was scared of every animal, everything that moved, except for dogs. So I would go for my nap and there would be two ladybugs on my window and I would scream as loud as I could, like I would oh my freak gosh. out. My, my parents would come up, what's, what's going on, what's going on? And it was ladybug on the window, I'd just freak out. And we had, my, we had to put the fish tank above high level because I was afraid of our goldfish. <laughs> but my sister would like pick me up <laughs> just to, <laughs> you know, as an older sibling does. As sisters do. Um, but I wasn't afraid of dogs. Which is funny because it's not usually that way. Yeah. And even to the point of, I was at my sister's soccer game, and there was this, I think it was a golden retriever running around, and it ran up to me and grabbed me by the back of my shirt and was running around with me. And instead of being scared, I was scared of goldfish swimming in their tank. But instead of being scared of that, it made me laugh. Like, I just remember laughing uncontrollably. And that's one of my earliest memories. It's just, I found it so hilarious. And it's, yeah, and it's just... So That's the amazing. I've always just really loved dogs. Um, the next story I have, I've talked already about my dog voice, but that's with our dog Caspian, and my brother created that, and it's funny because we also used to have a cat, and he had one for the cat as well, and it's quite oh. funny because it really just, it's our dog's personality is encapsulated in, in the way he talks, in the way... It's always a little bit mopey. It's always a little bit like, oh, I want to go on a hike, or why is everyone leaving on my Tuesday? It's, that's the way he talks, and it's always a little bit sad, but very sweet. And he'll, he'll, the newest one is he'll always say, I want to go to Grandma's house and have pulled pork and chicken, <laughs> which is kind of random, but that's the new thing that he says all the time that we, that's just whatever he's. It's just, you really, and maybe it won't make sense if you don't have a dog, but if you do have a dog, you, you can see it's oh, really, yeah. it is just, it's an amazing thing. Uh, the next little story I have is about a song that is about dogs, that is a very good song about dogs, because there aren't very many songs about dogs, but it's quite good. It's a cousin of mine made it uh, with her boyfriend and her boyfriend's band. And it's a song called For the Dogs, which it's on Apple Music if you want to listen to it. Uh, and it's a very good dog song. It's a little bit sentimental, makes some of my other cousins cry, but Aww. <laughs> yeah. But it's just a good song about dogs. It's really sweet. I have listened to the song and it's a very, very good yeah, song. Yeah, we need more songs about dogs. We do. And the final little anecdote I have and I'd like to talk about today is also when I was little. I used to, uh, as many little kids do, plan what I wanted to be what I, when I grew up, what, when I, where I wanted to live, and all of that. And I used to have this little chef's like apron, and I would pretend to have a cafe. So I decided that when I grew up, I was going to have a cafe called the Cowboy Cafe that I would run with my brother in a barn. And so I had that all set up in my head. It was modeled after a... A cafe in our town that <laughs> I remember going to and I had that all planned out and in the backyard there was going to be a fenced in area for people to put their dogs in if they went like walking their dog and then decided to stop I would go to this cafe yeah this it was quite awesome. I was quite an entrepreneur as a <laughs> seven-year-old and I was I planned on having five dogs and I had 
I was gonna have this type of dog, this type of, and that was just, those were the two main things I had decided I wanted to do when I grew up. I wanted to have a cafe called the Cowboy Cafe, and I wanted to have five dogs. That's amazing. <laughs> so, yeah. So those oh, are just my, my dog stories. I want to go to this cafe now. I'm going to head over to the Cowboy Cafe. <laughs> but whenever my mom will talk about, oh, she'll talk about, oh, yeah, you're going to live next door to me, right? And she'll mm-hmm. always do, she'll do that and... She'll always bring up, well, when you were little, you said you'd live next door to me and have a cowboy <laughs> cafe, and I would take care of your five dogs. And like, okay, it was seven, but... <laughs> <laughs> may have changed since then. Maybe. <laughs> but now, for you, Sophia, you are... I can see you're sitting on the edge of your seat. Oh, yeah. Would you like to talk about your, your dogs and your dog I stories? I would love to. Yeah, so I have sort of similar stories... Um, in that when I was really little, I don't think I was ever afraid of animals. Um, but when I was really little, we would go to our uncle's house who lived close by quite often. And he had a golden retriever called Bosun and, uh, Bosun and Barnegat. The other, the (laughs) other, uh, dog was called Barnegat. And Bosun was, um, probably, I think he was pretty old at the time when I knew him. I was two or three. And, uh he would guard me while I slept. So I would go take a nap and he would sit outside the door and lie down outside the door and guard me. And if if anyone came in, he would like look at them and be very suspicious. Um, Like when my mom came in to wake me up. Um, and he, that poor dog put up with so much. I would lay on top of him. Aww. My brother used to, like, stick his fingers up his nose. <laughs> and, um, I miss Bosun. He was alive for a while, and I didn't, I, it was only when, from the ages of, like, two to five that I knew him. But, when, I, ever since I met Bosun, I was, I wanted a dog so badly. I was dying for a dog. And so when we finally got Darwin and Finch, when I was... In third grade, I think, so about eight. I was over the moon. I was so excited to have dogs. And I still love them. I, I love Darwin and Finch. Um, they are really Yeah, they're, they're awesome. They're the sweetest, sweetest dogs. Um, and the other thing yes. that we do, which I'm very excited to talk about, my family does, we foster dogs. Um, which is, so basically most of the time we have three dogs in our house, Darwin and Finch and our foster dog. Um, and Bronin has met quite a few of our foster dogs. Wags. Yeah, Wags was just recently adopted and we are all, we've had, we had Wags for three months, which is the longest we've ever had a foster. We were so attached to him. We were seriously considering adopting him. Um, and... Most of the family wanted to, but it just wasn't going to work. And so this weekend, actually, recently, he was adopted. And we all miss him. We miss Wags. Um, he was the happiest little dog. He just He was like around. Tigger. Bounced around in he two did, legs. Yeah, he pranced. He'd like, <laughs> he wouldn't bend his legs. He would just prance. Um, and, yeah, but we've been fostering dogs for, I think, two or three years now. I'm pretty sure we started when I was in eighth grade. Um... And it's such an incredible program because even though all of these dogs that come up, some of them have been through really tough situations, like they've, they've been abandoned on the street mm-hmm. or like people have given them up at shelters, but they're still, they're all, almost all of them are such good dogs. And no matter what, like no matter where they come from, and even the, the, um, the ones that were scared and sort of more timid, 
after a while, like, after you give dogs a little love, they warm up to you. Yeah. And they become very sweet dogs as well. And it's it's such it's a so good nice program. to see what impact you have on them. Yeah. So the dogs we foster for Shaggy Dog Rescue, and they come up from Texas, they there are just a lot more stray dogs down uh, in Texas, I think, is mainly where... Um, we mm-hmm. foster dogs from. So what they do is there's a, a truck called Rescue Road Trips, and every two weeks he goes. It's a week long trip, and he drives all the way down to Texas and to a bunch of southern states, and then takes these dogs that have been abandoned and brings them up to Aww. the northeast to all the fosters who sort of um, try to get try to raise awareness for all of these My dogs. My dog came from, like, it, it was a similar thing. It came from Arkansas, a big truck. Yeah. <laughs> but Their dogs are awesome. But, yeah, it's also, I would say, Darwin and Finch are pretty good dogs for being, like, able to put up with that. Because I think a lot oh of dogs gosh, yeah. might have difficulty having a bouncy little puppy around oh, all the, the time. Oh, poor guys. But Finch especially is so patient. Like, Darwin, Darwin will nip at them and sort of yell at them if they get on his nerves. But Finch is so Darwin's so like patient. an old grandpa. Sometimes. Oh, definitely. He's always an old grandpa. At um, my mom likes to say that at like two, a switch turned, a switch <laughs> flipped, and he became like an old dog immediately. Oh. Um. So, yeah, Finch is so patient. The dogs will they'll they'll pull on his ears. They'll oh. like bite at him, and he just sort of sits there and he lets them play with him. That's so He'll sweet. play with them. He'll play tug of war with them. The funny thing is. Every single one of our foster dogs, they love to play with Finch, but they love to snuggle with Darwin. Aww. So you'll see, you never really see Finch curled up with the foster dog, but we mostly get small foster dogs, and so when Darwin's curled up, you'll see one in, like, the crook of his Oh, belly. that's so sweet. It's so cute. Um, but yeah, so if any of you guys are looking to adopt a dog, Shaggy Dog Rescue is a great place to adopt from. Yes. It is really sweet. I also, talking about snuggling, dog snuggling, one of my favorite things is when you see those videos of just dogs snuggling or doing those really cute, silly, I don't know, you know what I mean? Yeah. And with other dogs, or the other ones I love is when it's like a dog and a cat, and they're just like best friends, and they'll just snuggle, and my dog and my cat, we got them at the same time, and my dog was a puppy, and he was the same size as my cat, my cat was a little bit older, but they would play fight, and my cat was always, always one. He always knew what he was doing a bit more than my dog, but it was so sweet, and they would Aww. always just, they would eat from the same bowl at the same time, so <laughs> which was sweet. so sweet when they were little, yeah. But, yeah, just, I, I, they're just, yeah, I love dogs, too. Yeah. I mean, our dogs annoy each other all the time, but then you see them, like, just snuggling up together, and it's really cute. Yeah. It just makes you happy. Yeah. Well, I did talk for a while about we both did, did talk that for a while about dogs. Quite a productive, a lot of talking about dogs, wasn't it? Yeah, it's it's fun to talk about dogs. It's fun to it's talk really about stuff nice. you love. Yeah, now I'm Definitely. super excited to see my dog. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait for you to see your dog. He's gonna be so happy. Happy on my behalf. It's very nice. He's gonna be very happy. He's gonna be so excited. Uh, okay, well, I think this is a good place to end it. I think so, too. So, just a quick shout-out to our intro and outro music. Our intro 
is inspirational life and our outro music is blossoming inspiration and you can find both of those on soundcloud and in our episode description yes make sure you also follow us on instagram which we now have at quotes what is it oh dear we should know this (laughs) we should i think it's just quotes and anecdotes quotes and anecdotes dot and dot anecdotes yes but you'll find us if you just look up quotes and anecdotes um if you go on there we're gonna have weekly posts about when the the podcast is available available when it's when it's been and thanks to and it's managed by our wonderful friend you know who you are thank you very much for doing that thank you and yeah so that'll do it for today so yeah thank Thank you for for listening to quotes and anecdotes we We hope you had fun because we certainly did bye my friend sophia bye my friend roman dum 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 okay bye (laughs)